going on today it's your boy daydrin and your boy steven we welcome you to the mosh pit today because boy it's been a whole mosh pit of events that's about to, that's that's the subtle term we're gonna use for the day events events e-v-e-n-t-s events I, I, I definitely want to say another word but because this whole this whole week has been just haberdasheries and hemoglobin yeah, so much to talk about today. Uh, first off, welcome, welcome everybody that's gonna be tuned in, that's planning on listening after we load up the audio. Uh, so much to talk about. I don't even know where to start. Well, I'm gonna start by saying, you know, the NBA season has officially started. If you want to see somebody get giddy like a big old baby, let the NBA start. This dude. <laughs> yes, from from the the team winning the championship, getting the ring ceremony, all of that. Like I was. I was coming out the player's name and Robin doing the same thing with me. Like I was saying, um, like DiVincenzo, she didn't like, <laughs> like, uh, so I mean, I love when the NBA season starts. Like preseason, I, I'll watch it, but I'm not that tuned in because it's not the season. Like the games don't count. But, uh, but I'm the same way with football too. I, I, I'm, I can watch the Hall of Fame game, and then I look at that little bit of preseason. But as soon as they say week one, right. <laughs> Right. Even, if it, even if it's not my Buccaneers, I just like the fact that football looks right. like it's it. Right. Um, let's see. What else? Um, shout out to the Chicago Sky winning the WNBA championship. Candace Parker came in on her – excuse me, came in on her promise. Uh, let's see. What else? She brought her, she brought her papers back a championship. Right. Uh, let's see. What else? Um I'm just trying to think about stuff before we really get started. Uh, we're going to talk about R. Kelly. Roberto Kelly. Roberto Sly Kelly. Um, uh, uh, this topic came from my cousins who uh, who, have, who have their own podcast. It's called Get a Love Like Mine Podcast. Check them out on YouTube. Put in Get a Love Like Mine. Subscribe. Listen to it. They're giving advice on relationships, talking about God and parenting, like how to handle things, or giving a different perspective on how to handle things. Um, as life, you know, happens, because life does happen. Um, 
and they, they talked about R. Kelly, I was like, okay, mm. that's a good topic we could talk about. Because although we, we know that he got convicted on the nine charges, but we didn't really just elaborate on it. Oh, we actually, we hadn't even talked about it. No, we hadn't. Um, let's see what else is going on. Um, college basketball is about to start. Oh, no, see, I ain't going to lie. I do get giddy about college basketball because it's anybody's game. That's, I, I like right. college basketball because anybody can win it. It's a little less biased than college football. Yeah. Well, and then what's crazy is that because Iowa lost, Alabama is number four team right now. Are you serious? Yeah. I knew that was going to happen. It's Alabama. They only went down to five. They, they lost a close game. So, it's kind of what – it's kind of – that's how that was going to happen. Um, so, let's get started. Um, In here. Party, party, turn up, turn up, turn up. Hey, now, turning up for the Lord. That's only turning up. We doing also, and I have one advice as pertains to relationships. Just one. Just one. Just one. Okay. Yeah. We 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 talked about it in the production meeting. Yes. 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 So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That just one. So. Let's get started. First off, I want to say happy b- early birthday to my baby girl, Robin Coleman. She'll be five tomorrow. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, she'll be five. Five years already? Five, five years old. Listen, I'm old. And uh, I told her, I said, you technically don't turn five until 2.39 p.m., but you'll still be five. <laughs> you just got to make it hard, though. Yeah, well, I know, I know when my children were born, so I have to know that. I was there. <laughs> Look, I had better been there. So Phil wouldn't have let that happen. If I was, I wasn't there. Yeah, but if you weren't there, we would be mad at the podcast right now. <laughs> right. I would have got, got shot. <clears throat> well, this would have been obituary. Like, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm it's been five years since Dajun has been gone. Um, it's almost feel like <laughs> the, the um, Avengers Infinity War in game. He not coming back. He not coming back. <laughs> he not coming back. <laughs> like uh, Rocket said, see, your mom, she... No, there's some people who kind of died, but your mom, she really died. And we really, I really need to get my family back. <laughs> I ain't coming back because I died. I had died, died. So I'm happy. Um, she'll, be, she'll be five tomorrow. And Friday, not hope I'm not spoiling it, but um, me and her are going to do a podcast. Oh, really? Yes. That'll be episode 48. So you have 49. And then when I come back, 50. 50! 50. Well, not 50 weeks. It's 50 episodes. Cause it's, it's once a week. Yeah, but we've missed some weeks, too, in between. <laughs> I got you. You just want to be mean. No. We, 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 how long have we been doing this? <laughs> like 20, oh. almost, almost 30 years? Like oh, 50 episodes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, almost 50, man. Dang. We be grinding, yeah. huh? Mm-hmm. Got to do. Got to do what we got to do. So, first things first. Orange, a.k.a. 45, files a lawsuit to block the documents from January 6th. My thing is why. And also, um, he believes that Biden is not making good decisions as it pertains to this country. It's only one decision that I, uh, I'm bothered with, and with Biden, and that's uh, the whole unemployment situation. You're giving more people an unemployment, they, the great resignation is because of Biden. I'm going to admit that. Now, 
and there's a there's like five six pairs of shoes that I want and look for. They're like, oh, it's on back order. It may take anywhere from three to six months to get here. Because why? Everybody's at home. Everybody's quitting. Everybody's going. For what? How would you feel? You sit up there, you get fifteen hundred dollars a week, and then you go there and like, where's my favorite chips? Well, it's gonna take about two to three weeks because nobody wants to work. Oh man, they need to get back to work. No, you need to get back to work. <laughs> right, they need to get back to work. Where they do that at? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, but also forty-five can't talk about nobody making good decisions because um, you were the reason that January six happened. Let, let's just be honest about it. Yeah, it's, it's his fault. And anybody who comes to the AT, it is his fault. You gotta remember when he said in that speech. Good old boys back down. That was a key yeah. right there. Right. And then all of a sudden, on January 6th, when Biden took over office, you mean to tell me these people come in there and ransack the place? And then Republicans mm. had the audacity, the blind audacity. The audacity. Say, the unmitigated gall. To sit up there and say, oh, they were just touring the building. They didn't have to do all that. You was going into these people's office and stealing paperwork, busting flags. And you try to sell this stuff on eBay, and I, no. Yeah. They're like saying, "Ooh, I see poop," but no, it's not. Poop. I'm gonna scoop it up. Mm. So, um, yeah, he's the last person to try to give advice or try to say well, how somebody's making good decisions because um, clearly he's made poor decisions in his life. One Yeah. Moving on, kidnappers in Haiti are demanding $17 million to release of the U.S. citizens that are part of a missionary group. Like, why are you taking people who are part of a missionary group? See, first of all, uh-uh. we have conflicting differences. No, 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 no. No, no, what, what I'm saying is, like, like why are you taking the people that's there on a the missionary? Like, they doing missionary work. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to show you. I'm going to put a spin on it. Go ahead and finish what you have to say, though. No, I mean, that's all I got. Like, oh. I'm just like, well, like, what, like, like, why? Okay, this is my opinion. This is my opinion. If you don't... If you're doing missionary work, you, you're going to be in danger, period. Because you're going to a whole other country. I don't know what's going on. So if you sit up there and get captured, you, you really think the U.S. is going to pay $17 million for these people? Probably not. No. No, maybe not. So, number two, you you people who are on a missionary, I hope everything I hope everything works out and you get home. But you decided to go into the bad part of Haiti. I'm sorry. The only way you would get kidnapped is because you're going to the point of the island you ain't supposed to go to. And folks is like, well, if you uh if you're doing it for the works of the Lord, even the Lord has fences. We say Jesus be a fence. He does have warnings. For years and decades, folk have told you there are certain parts of certain islands you need to stay on for your own physical being. Yep. But you said a thing like, but the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He's making me lie down in green pastures. You went out into them pastures, and the pastures had snakes. Bruise of snakes. That's what Jesus said to the Pharisees. Exactly. So, <laughs> so now you're sitting up there with the snakes, and the snakes is hissing real loud saying, hey, you want these people, give us some fruit. Right. Half the time, you ain't able to get no fruit. So yeah. hopefully it works out. I'm hoping that all of them come back yes. alive. Like, that's always the goal. Yeah, that's always the goal. But that was the... That, don't sit up there and feel bad about the situation that you got put yourself into. Then, and I'm I'm looking at it from another perspective too. I believe, you know, that they could be getting taken care of. You know what I mean? 
Like, like that, that's that's my thing. Because, like, you know, these people didn't do anything wrong per se. Or, I mean, we don't know. Like, we don't know all the facts. We just know that Canal was asking for this much money. So, I guess we just got to wait and see. Uh, Walt Disney has pushed back some movies. You know, highly, highly anticipated movies that are supposed to be coming out have been pushed back for, you know, COVID reasons. As far as Johansson's reasons, because she said up there as Black Widow, she didn't get her money, so she beat Disney across the head, so Disney got to get their money back to be able to push Black Panther in other movies. Right. So. Yeah. Can't wait to see Black Panther 2. Um, Biden, old school Joe's, what I call him, um, has asked the Supreme Court to pause the Texas abortion law. Great. Let's do that. I mean, if these medical personnel can pay, uh, you know, make these pills to not detect HIV and stuff like that. Um, you know, let, let's let's put a pause in this too. I'm happy mm-hmm. because folks is it took too long for people to recognize women on this situation. I I, I believe a woman has a choice when it comes to stuff like this. Because if she's, in, if she's in a position to not take care of the child, that's a right to sit up there and say, hey, I can't do this. Are there circumstances to that and consequences to that? Yes. Are there feelings involved in that? Yes. I'm. Hold on. Let me say this. I agree with you. A woman should be able to make a decision on her body. Also, if you know you cannot take care of a child, stop having sex. Now, if you're gonna if you're gonna bark up that tree, let me hit you with this nut. Rape, pun intended. Yes. No, rape is different. Like, ra- like rape. Yes. Like I'm like I don't I don't I don't put rape in the category of being hot in the twat. Okay. Right. I don't put that in the same category. Okay. Because because we gonna get into the rape situation. Yes. Yes. That's that's gonna take up most of the time today, folks. Alright, um, your boy Mr. Colin Powell, 84 years old, rest in peace, my guy. Yeah. Uh, passed away from com- complications of COVID, but here's the thing, he also had myeloma. He was battling myeloma. So, you know, rest in peace, Colin Powell, the first black secretary of state. Yes. Um, he was on the Republican side, but I still was rooting for him because he still had views that was no, he was on the Democratic side. He was? Yeah, he was on the Democratic side. I thought he was a Republican. Mm-mm. Huh. Democrat. That's every day. Yeah, um, speaking of Democrats and Republicans, because it seems that's the only two parties that seem to get the most attention, early voting is here in Texas. Uh, make sure you go early vote. Don't wait till November, what, 2nd to vote. These are the vote. These are the people that matter, folks. These are your governors in smaller offices. This is the vote. This is the stuff. If you want, right? I've edited myself. If you want things done, right? Like it, you want things done. These are the elections that they that that they that you should be in. That should be involved in. They always push it for the president. The president, by definition, is just really a figurehead and a, and, a, and has a power of veto. You need to be voting for your. That's Congress. it. That's, that's it. it. That's literally that's it. Y'all, y'all, I don't know why they push for the president so much, but. I already know it's a media thing. If you sit up there and you look at your local elections and your local um, areas and stuff, and you vote there, that's where the change happens. 
when you vote for your congressman to go to Washington, that's where change happens. They're the ones who make the laws. Right. So if you do not know that now, you know that today, that it ain't the president that has control, it's the Congress. If you want your Congress to be all black, black people get out there and vote. If you want your Congress to be all Hispanic, Hispanics get out there and vote. If you want to be all Asian, get out there and vote. I, you, I just sorry, I just thought about this. So if you're black and you want to vote, bring some barbecue. Shut your... <laughs> or if you're Hispanic, bring some Coronas, you know. <laughs> Boy, stop. And if you're white, bring some wine. Or some unflavored macaroni and cheese. Right. With raisins. No. <laughs> That's where I draw the line. No. All right. Um, yes, please go out and vote. Your vote matters, because if that's the case, they would not be trying to pass bills to, to deny us from voting. There you go. Um, last week, um, and I think this happened before last week's uh, podcast happened, but three police officers were ambushed here in Houston, and one of them lost their life. Um, like, I'm always on the defense of it's very disheartening to see someone lose their life. And, yes, they were ambushed. Is it wrong? Absolutely. Should not be trying to take out cops, right? Um, but I will say this, and I've and I've stood on this: the same measure, or the same media outlet that that are that are talking about the, these police officers getting getting shot at, losing their lives, should do the same thing for the same people who look like us. Period. Like the. I believe the justice system should work the same way for, for police officers that killed unarmed blacks, just like the justice system works for people who kill cops. See, the key, the key word you say, justice, is just it, us. Yeah. But um, that system needs to be totally broken and reformatted and reshaped in every, every shape or form it is because... It's 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 too it's too much red tape, too much bureaucratic garbage. Right. Then then also to that, like I believe that each upcoming police officer that's being interviewed, the first question they need to be asked: Were you bullied as a child? And that'll tell me a lot. And they'd be like, "What does it have to do?" And it has everything to do with it because if you're gonna get out there, and because now you have a position of authority, you can't. We don't want you out there abusing your authority because of what happened as a child, because it could be a trigger. As you think somebody's trying to get off on you, that may not be the case. And and you know, and to prevent certain biases on that situation. Well, well, I was with it. Okay, you get an office job for a while. Right. <laughs> right. We'll put you in the office for a while, so you so you only interact with other people to build your confidence. So when you get right. out there, you know how to Cause, calm Because because everything is a judgment call. Honestly, being a cop is just like being an umpire in baseball. If you really like, if you really look at the the whole dynamic of it. Because yeah, as an umpire, you got to read the room and understand that you have to make the objective decision on whatever's being played. Right. Like, well, it's, it's a judgment call. So let's say, um, let's say baseball, right? Let's say someone's running down first baseline. And as a, um, as a umpire, you, you're listening for the, the ball hitting the back of the glove. Not, not when it goes in the glove, but when, it, when you, you listen for the sound for the ball hit the back of the glove, as well as watching the player's foot hit the bag. So it's a simultaneous thing. So found out, I learned this when I was trying to do, when I was doing the training, because I wanted to do it, make, make a little extra money, whatever. Um, 
there's no such thing as a tie in it, whether it's uh, no matter what level. So if the glove touched the back of the glove, I mean, if the ball touched the back of the glove first before the person hits their foot on the bag, he's out. If the person's like it, and it's simultaneously so. So when you, so when you tell a coach or something like that, according to my judgment, this is this is what I saw, this is what I heard, and that's it. Like it's a same thing for police officers. Like it's a judgment call. Like you can't assume that every person black has just got around walking around with a gun. You got to make a judgment decision on, you know, is it a gun or are we just gonna say it's a gun? Hey, it's a gun. Pa pa pa. But, but but then the first question they asked to relieve that situation, mm-hmm. ID. If your record is clean, why are you still being hostile? Like you said, it is a judgment call. If I sit up there and all you got, if I'm an officer and I pull you over and all you got is marijuana uh, stuff on your file, I know that you ain't for the sit there and shoot me. You are probably already high as a Georgia pine right now. Yeah. And you need to get your butt home. Right. So I'm not gonna sit up there and sit up there and be like, oh my God, he's black, he's aggressive. Just same thing as a guy my size and your size. If I see you, oh, that's a big fella, he might beat me up. No, let, let, license and registration. Oh, your record clean, your tail lights out. Right. Boom, go on about your business. Right. Like, so that happened to me when um we um got a, um, I was getting my uh, tags changed on my uh, Chrysler 200 before we traded it in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was on my way home to change it out. But I didn't have my tags in or whatever, so the police officer pulled me over, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I you know, turned the car off, put my wallet, put everything, put my hands on there. He's like, "Hey, um, you know, license and registration. I mean, license, license and insurance or whatever." Gave him that. Um, he was like, um, he had told me about uh, my tags. I said, "Look, I'm on my way home. I'm taking care of it right now. I just dropped my wife off at work, or whatever. You know, just told because I, I was straight up with him. Like if you." Up front with them, but they can always tell if you're lying also, like, because it's a judgment. Like, is he really lying? Is he telling the truth? I said, look, my tags are right here. I'm doing it because I don't, I told him I would have did it at my wife's job, but I didn't have a screwdriver with me. So I'm like, doing as soon as I get home. As soon as I got home, no issue after that. But it's one of the things, like, it's a judgment call. So, and I also don't believe that it takes 10 police officers to be around oh, one person. My like, God. that annoys me. Like, all this other stuff that's going on, and you worried about one person? When they all pulling up, that that makes that makes the situation hostile. Because you, you right. say, for example, you got somebody who's compliant, right? Mm-hmm. And they doing what you ask, and they tell you, you tell they tell you, you the tells you hold on for a second. Right. Then there's three other officers talking about pulling up all over, like what the heck's going on? What, what? Right. Now you becoming worried, and they becoming worried, and the situation becomes unnecessarily hostile. But for no reason at all. And then next thing you know, you're getting arrested on the back of the car because you're resisting arrest, but you're right. still confused. Like, I just got, my license and stuff is good. Why are all y'all here? Right. Oh, we're here for backup. So it take 10 of y'all? For one of me? Right. Ooh, y'all, y'all was really, y'all was severely bullied in middle school and high school. Exactly. That's why it goes back to what I said at the beginning. Like, were you bullied in high school, middle school, elementary school? Bullied at home? What's that have to do with me getting hired? It has everything to do with it. Mm-hmm. All right. The fiance of one of the deputies said, how could you have so much hate in your heart? To one of the deputies that need um, a kidney. So I saw this and I immediately got pissed off. Like, like 
What do you mean? How does how does one person have so much hate in their heart? It's a lot of hate that goes on in this in this world right now that's not being addressed, that doesn't want to be discussed because we want to push it to the side. Eat. So I'm I'm not saying forget that cop, you know, anything like that, but you can't come out and say how can someone have so much hate in their heart when I'm pretty sure this police officer a deputy has other people that's on the force who have hate towards a certain race of color of people, you know, not going to point them out, but, um, yeah, moving on. Uh, black students are suspended for planning a protest after white students wave a, not a white flag, but a Confederate flag. I meant to put that on there. Help us make it make sense. So you're not going to suspend the children who 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 was waving a Confederate flag? They can't, cause it's heritage, Southern heritage. But you want to suspend children who are planning to protest? Cause I was, cause blacks in numbers are dangerous. Well, I'm I'm just I'm I'm just telling you how the news is gonna feel. Oh, of course I know this. Uh, but I'm like, well, it is what it is, like. We always going to show out the numbers, i.e. the guy who wants to bully the little boy in the neighborhood and then everybody. Oh, man, but, I love that. Yeah. When like, they was at his house the next day with, with, with guns and blazing. Like, hey, you got an issue? No? You don't want to come outside? No, come outside. You big you and bad. Talk, you want to talk crazy to the boy? Come, come talk crazy yeah. to somebody on it. Right. Your own side, so that matter. He didn't want to do that. I, I just find it so funny how... I, and let me let me say this again. I don't hate white people. I just hate stupidity. Same here. So it's not and it's not about your color, because there are some blacks who who are who are who are stupid as well. I.e. Herschel Walker. But I, but we're gonna talk about him too. He he's gonna be on our agenda shortly. Um. But I'm just like, why? Like, if you're gonna suspend the ones who are planning to protest, it didn't mean they were going to. Cause you can plan anything you want. I, I, I could plan a trip right now to Florida. That don't mean I'm going on it. But the, but the crazy part about it is, <laughs> I have to laugh because every time, every time we as blacks begin to protest, they make it dangerous. We go out there with our signs and we figure out megaphones and that's it. But they come out with SWAT teams and shields and like, get back, get back, please disperse. Why? It's your laws that say we can peacefully protest. Like, if that's the case, where we all let January sits? Exactly, because that was no peaceful. That was no peaceful protest at all. Got me stuttering, because it, that was haberdashers and hemoglobins all day, and folks want to get mad at the girl who got shot in the head because she was trying to break into that office. The dude told her to stand back. She said no. Next thing you know, she's standing by Kobe Bryant saying, "What are you doing?" I, I oh no, she ain't with Kobe. She ain't with Kobe. No, she uh down there with Satan. Okay. I guarantee. Okay. Okay. Because it goes back to me saying this. You can't say you love God and hate his people. And mm-hmm. and that's Bible. That's on the Bible. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> on the Bible. On the Bible. Um a group of white students and at least one teacher used racial slurs and physically attacked the black students. The lawsuit has been filed. So this happened, I believe, in twenty nineteen. Um Young boy getting bullied, and even teacher got involved with it or whatever. And lawsuit is filed. I can't remember what state. But, like, again, 
can say, like I said, oh, this is what I always say. If you call yourself a Christian or you profess to be a part of a religion, you can't say, like, if, if you're going to follow it and say, and, and you have hate for people, you should do away with their religion or stop being a Christian. Or oh, it doesn't make you a Christian, I should say. If you say. say you're part of a certain group of people and you can't follow all of the rules, you don't need to be with that group of people. You can't say, I'm a Christian, and you do everything unchristian. It just created a whole new philosophy for yourself. Or you do what the Pharisees did. The Pharisees did many things. Right, except follow Christ. Because everything was fair to them, they saw. Right. <laughs> because because Christ threatened 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 what they had going on. Yeah. The county of Los Angeles are trying to force Vanessa Bryant to submit a psych exam to prove emotional distress. Why? So let me get this straight. And I'm gonna give you an answer. Um, so let's say and God forbid it happens, we, we, we don't and we don't want you to die. Uh let's say she dies. So are you supposed to go back to the status quo or going things back to things as normal? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to be in an emotional state to where you're trying to process, especially if it's sudden? So you so you're supposed to after you, after you bury after you bury her, you you uh go back to work like ain't nothing happened and you're supposed to operate like 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 nothing happened. Or or are you going to date that time to he, not, I can't even say call it healing because people deal with death differently. And time, the time is the one that can, you know, make the hole small. And I'm, no, I mean, with this whole situation, it's like she doesn't need to take a psych exam. She she lost her husband in the plane crash that was sudden, and and not only that, she lost one of her daughters. Like, not not only did she have to deal with losing her husband, but losing a child too. Like, come on. Okay. Here's the thing, and I'm going to break it down to a lot of people. When you hit a certain monetary bracket and that money is inherited to you, depending on the circumstances of the state, they're going to need some of that money back. Okay? They are only asking her for a psych evaluation because they want something covered by our money so they can just stay out in taxes. Right now, the money she has is tax-free. The emotional distress makes your money tax-free because that money is supposed to be to help you um, cope. There you go. That money is supposed to help you cope and find the assets for you to cope. Los Angeles is like, that woman got too much money to cope with. So let's see if she's able to be able to cope with just the bare minimum. No. She can, and, but the crazy part about it is they can, for, they can try to force them, but she can deny it all the time because guess what? They can't touch the money unless she signs those documentations or she participates in those documentations. But so all they can do is beg and beg and beg and make threats, but they cannot touch that money. So that's the case. Why anybody going after Bill Gates? Him and his wife divorced. That could be emotional distress. Well, because because his wife makes a good chunk of money on her own, so because she has her own business. But 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 that that's my point. Like. Getting a divorce is, is not something you just, you know, sneeze at. Um, you know what I mean? Like, it's not something, you know, you just be like, oh, I'm getting divorced. All right, time to date somebody else now. Like, no, like, that that's an emotional thing to go through. Like, 
you know, regardless of how great the relationship was, well, if you get a divorce, it's not a great relationship. But the level of the toxicity of the relationship, like, come on now. Killing me, Smalls. Killing me. <laughs> so, Barcelona, a Barcelona teenager signs a a $1.57 billion contract with a, with a release clause. Um, I think it's, a, yeah, Barcelona. Like, we've already talked about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, well, now, now, this is 1.57 in American money. Yes, the, 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 the equivalent. Yeah. So, we had this conversation earlier this week, and he showed me an article, and I say, Asher, we can go play some soccer. Right. <laughs> uh, Junior, you're one, but here, <laughs> kick the soccer kick, ball. Kick, kick it in the goal. Kick right. It in the goal. Be like Kev on stage with, with uh, jo- JoJo. Here, come on. <laughs> kick your feet. Do some tricks. Just, Just kick your feet. Kick your feet. Right. That's how you do Because I, I don't know if, if, if it's more fan. I know it's a lot more fandom in uh, football than it is in football. Right. But it's a lot Jesus more fandom. Christ. And, and you get paid a lot more money. But the crazy part about it is per diem money because when you sign that contract, your house is paid for. You can pick what house you want. You, heck, you can even get your house built and the cars you want, and still you receive that check. I'm gonna tell you this. So, I, and I learned this uh, when I was in when I was in the Navy, going overseas and stuff like that. If you if you play basketball for one one of those teams, they give you a house, a car, a driver, and a butler. And you still get the check. Yeah, so your whole focus is basketball. <laughs> you got family, yeah, they taken care of too. You know what I mean? Uh, so, so my thing is, if I'm sitting up there, like your boy uh, Messi, who, you know, yeah. seven hundred eighty-five for four years. For four years, and then you ain't got to pay for nothing. Ain't got to pay for Naza. So, what do you do with that money? <laughs> Back to. Your boy that was slugging, uh, knocking the balls out the park, Fernando Tatis. He got everything he need. What do you do with all that money? Then, then wait, there's more. <laughs> A lot of these players are using the Bobby Bonilla rule. What do you do? <laughs> Even after you retire, you still get buckets. What right. do you do <laughs> with right. all that money? Oh, my God. Give you a slight headache. Jesus Christ. So definitely, my son to play baseball or soccer. Like, oh God, like for real, <laughs> right? Baseball and or soccer. Baby girl, if you hear this, Ash gonna be in somebody's baseball or soccer team by next year. Right. Because we need him to be great. Right. No, not need him. He will be. He will. He already great. That's what I'm saying. He gonna be great. Turn. Let's make him great. Turn. Right. One point five seven billion. I would definitely buy one of these baseball teams. Hey, son, buy this baseball team for daddy. But better yet, create you one in a city that, that loves baseball and just create you a team and, create, and make your money. It's, it's, it's going to cost more money to do that. I don't know, but you might know better than me, bro. Yeah. That much money, man. Whew. Right. What do you do, man? And you, and you cover it in every other aspect. They just hand you a check. What do you See, this is why I think they get into drugs and stuff, because you have nothing to do with the money. Everything right. is taken care of. Be, be right there. <laughs> yes, sir. Roll it up. <laughs> See my hands. Roll it up. Yeah. <laughs> Georgia State candidate Herschel Walker reportedly cancels the event after backlash over swastika image. 
So this is and this is the episode of What an Idiot where Herschel Walker wants to be white so bad. He wants to be white so bad. He and it's also it's forty five funded or orange funded, I should say. <sighs> Trust me. Stacey Abrams got Georgia on lock, Herschel. Period. Stacey Abrams got it on lock. You can do what you want. He he fell off weird when the players were kneeling. And he was like, well, you need to do all that stuff after the season's over with. Then you can make better moves. And da, 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 da. He needs to get kicked out of there. Da, da, da. And I'm like, you are sounding more and more like Trump every time you get on the microphone. Well, you sure Trump ain't got his hand in your back and making you talk, my guy? Yep, he does. Like Herman Cain and some of these other people. <sighs> All right. Robert. We're trying, to, we're trying not to give Trump's face on here. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Kelly. Roberto. Roberto Sly. Kelly Slick Willie. <laughs> Slick Kelly. Uh, was charged on all nine accounts. Um, and again, I uh, got this topic from my cousins, uh, Sam and Keisha Amos. Um, shout out to them. I love y'all. Um, their podcast they do is Get a Love Like Mine podcast. It's on YouTube. Check them out. Mm-hmm. And they are all streaming services, whether it's Apple Podcasts and other places you get your listening from. So check them out. They talked about Robert Sylvester Sly Kelly, and they talked about you know they they said that they watched, um, was it Surviving R. Kelly or what it was on Netflix? Oh, that that's the, that was a stone that rolled everything out of it. No, but I think that was already no. I think it was already talked about about him being convicted of these charges. Yeah, but that show was the show that pro forerunned everything. Like, cause every every time somebody would talk it up, it got smashed down. Talk it up, they got smashed down. Talk it up. And the crazy part about it, when R. Kelly's funds started getting low, well, he couldn't smash it down. And I was like, that was our time to rise. I got sick of watching it because I'm like, half the people who did this stuff on the show knew what R. Kelly was doing, and they participated in the haberdashery. Right. So you folk who was talking on surviving R. Kelly, you need to go to jail, too, as an accomplice. Right, but you know they got a plea deal. Oh, we'll throw him under the bridge as long as, I'm, as long as I don't get in trouble. Right, you know you're scarred for the rest of your life. Right, you know you may not even find a proper job, and you need to right. be part of the industry, and folks be like, "Oh, you threw R. Kelly under the bridge." Right, and my thing is, uh, one of the girls was like trapped in a building or something like that for three years or something like that, however long. Like, he, like one of the parents was like, "I talked to my daughter in like three years. Like, they won't let nobody in the building. She couldn't leave." And I'm like. But, but my thing is, what led to that? If, if, if she your daughter, and you know R. Kelly. See, not, 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 not only that, I'm going to say this. If your daughter in there for three years, and you couldn't talk to her. Why are you just in the police Not Not only that. like Go, go, go deep. As a, as, as a parent. You didn't, you didn't kick down the door. Oh, yeah, I'm kicking down the door. But, see, in my mind, he got paid. The parents got paid for that. Because ain't no way... Nobody's gonna stop me from getting to my daughter for three years. Three years? Nah. If them checks start getting a little thin, that's what happens. Right. Of course. Or the checks stop. The money stop running out. 
the money ran out. That's what happened. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember. You see my face, America. Right. Like, sounds crazy because I'm, I'm getting my daughter and or son. You're not going to tell me, oh, I can't get to him. Okay. I'm going to get to him. I probably can't drive a Mack truck, but I'm going to show learn that day. Run it into it, jump out the truck, run right into the building. I'm gonna be like Rambo in that piece. I ain't gonna do that. I'm, actually, I'm gonna be like Arnold Schwarzenegger from uh, Have You Seen Commando? Yeah. That's I'm gonna be just weapons everywhere. <laughs> like, like, it's, not even speaking. Right. You ain't spoken out one word the whole time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like that that's insane. So and it's always the perspective of, you know, cause cause a lot of women love Dark Kelly. If they had a chance to sleep with Dark Kelly, they probably would, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause cause he's a great singer. Like in the nineties he he tore up him in the public announcement. Like all of them they like, I, was, I thought a song just hit my head, but I ain't gonna sing it. I was inappropriate. Yes, please don't sing it. <laughs> like, and you know, like, like, and like, but, um, so they mentioned, uh, my cousins and them, they mentioned about how when we listened to it back then, it didn't have that effect on us as to what it does now. It's because now we're parents. So we're always listening out. Like, um, like, you know, listening to music back then, and you'd be like, mm. But then you listen to it now, like I told my wife, I um I listened to Usher, um what was his first the second album, I think it was, and I was like, ooh, Usher Toxic, <laughs> because because I'm listening for, for no well, not, not not even that I'm listening at a with a different mindset, mm-hmm. versus you know you make me wanna lead a woman, son of new seven o'clock on the dot I'm, I'm in my trap and I'm like. Boy, you toxic? You gonna leave the girl you with for her friend, or you gonna do it my way? You gonna take another man's girl, or you gonna like? I'm just like, we was jamming this, right? This what this what we was listening to? No, hold on, but wait, wait, because uh, I was having a, I had a second moment of reflection because I was like, man, these kids in this song like they watch song, right? And I'm like, oh, that song is horrible. It's deplorable to women. And I, I, I sat up there and I was, uh, I got XM radio on my car and had 90s rap and hip hop. And <laughs> I heard Luke. <laughs> Ooh, toxic. <laughs> what am I listening to? <laughs> and then I heard some Adina Howard. <laughs> and I heard some more stuff. And I was like, <sighs> Children, I'm sorry, y'all. I said, in comparison to what the 90s was, this is, this is so. This is so right. I'm like, oh, I'm getting on my kids for the wrong reasons. Right, I was sitting up here listening to, uh. right. But I will say this though: the only wop I want to hear is worship and praise. Well, I knew yes, he Lord. Going, I knew he was Woo! Going Hallelujah! I knew he was going yes. Going. <laughs> um, but back to R. Kelly. Like, um, it's like you know, you know we. We don't understand, and then you got to think about it too. Like, he he went to the women who were had low self esteem. Like, he knew that he could probably sleep with. Like, because although a woman is pretty, she thinks she's pretty or whatever, but she dealing with something internally, or because she has daddy issues. 
that we've discussed before. She has daddy issues and she's looking to fill a void that her something that her daddy did, or she could have been molested. Like I'm like I'm it's a number of reasons that I'm trying to give out that, that caused it to where it's like, hmm, this felt good. So let me find get with this grown man to make me feel good too. This trying to make me feel good. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's from a movie, y'all. I don't know what movie it is. <laughs> yeah. Not watching that again, I tell you that. Bruh, I just did right now in comparison to, I'm like, oh yes, my God. The movies and stuff like that. It's like, so we're going to move on. Um, a woman in Northeast Philly uh, gets raped on the train station and no one did anything to intervene. Yeah. Um, I'm going to let you go first. I can let you go first. Uh, okay. So, this happened, I want to say, I think this past Wednesday, like, after we did the podcast. Um, Northeast Philly, woman gets raped on the bus. No one called the police. No one did anything. They just let it happen. And as me and him and I both have read into it, um, she was raped for 40 minutes. That's one. What's the other part? The, the fact that you recorded it. And going back to what we said at the beginning, you didn't do nothing about it. So, like, my thing is, the person that recorded it and you did nothing about it is a sick person. Um, 40 minutes? Like, 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 where are the men at? Or who, who say they men? Because if there were any men around and you did nothing about it, like shame on you, and actually, I'm gonna go a step further. I pray God gives you a daughter, and to make you think about every time you think about some man trying to do something to your daughter, you think about that woman that was raped for forty minutes. If y'all understand why I'm grunting over here, because we're trying to keep our emotions in check, because that's a sad feeling because we have daughters. We actually, we both have two daughters. And, you know, now, matter of fact, I'm even, so, um, one of my daughter's friends um, that she goes to school with, boys touch her butt or whatever. And I told, I told my daughter, next time you're around her, she tells you anything about it, call the police. Call the police because that's sexual harassment. That sexual assault. No girl wants to have their butt smacked. Especially if they're not your husband. In this high school, and boys are boys are self-entitled that they can do what they want, especially if they play sports. Mm, doesn't make you above the law. As we've seen what happened to Dallas Carter in 88. 89, whatever year it was. It was the late 80s. So for this woman to get raped for 40 minutes and no one did anything, every man who, well, every male on that bus, because they're not a man, on that bus should, like, I, I, I pray you have daughters. And I pray that, like, sincere prayer that, that, would, like, that you have these daughters and you try to teach them the I guess I'm not gonna say the correct way of raising them or whatever and things like that. But I pray that they go through the same experience so they can understand what it's like. Like for me, I don't I don't have to have a daughter 
to understand that if there's a woman that's getting raped, I'm going to intervene. Period. Because because that's that's insane. To, to say the least, that's insane. Like, not even that. If that was your mother, that was your sister, that was your cousin, that was your aunt. You know, like, are you going to let them get raped if they're in front of you? Like, like this is how I look at it. I look at it like this. We sitting here doing a podcast and we watching one of our daughters get raped and we doing nothing about it because we want to do this podcast. That ain't going to happen. Which I will see on live TV is that whoever did that to our daughters is probably not going to make it out of here. Y'all get a live recording of us killing somebody because of, should, should I say kill? No. I wish death on nobody. No. No, I'm not, no, not, not saying I'm wishing death. I'm saying like well, what they will witness is if we doing this podcast and someone rapes our daughters, I don't want to say kill. But they, 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 gonna, they ain't going to glory, but they going somewhere. I'm going to let you go, because... Okay. How low has America become to where I told him earlier, there are no more heroes. Now, he says doing the right thing, but I feel like doing the, doing the right thing always have a heroic aspect, because you go above, above yourself at the risk of someone else, at the rest of or behest of someone and for 40 minutes, like when I first found out, like, oh man, this stuff sucks. It's terrible, America. But when I found out it was for 40 minutes, you people made that woman feel like she was insignificant. You recorded her, and then you did nothing about it. For 40 minutes, that woman, someone's child, someone's daughter, felt this small. This month. Like, it ain't even. You made her feel worthless. That's gonna follow her for the rest of her life. If she decides to get in a relationship or whatever she does, to do. She probably won't. Like. She, she'd probably be a cat lady. I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to put a little humor on here to lighten the situation, but it, it, it can't be lightened because that type of disparity for human life. Is painful to watch and see. And it makes no sense. Um, when, for one of our viewers that has lost, a woman 35 years old got raped on the train and folks watched. For 40 minutes. For 40 minutes. Not one police officer was called. I mean, it, 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 it baffles me that you literally watched a woman get raped for 40 minutes and recorded it in Philadelphia, North Philadelphia. And people are, some people are outraged. Everybody should be outraged. But they're not. I got my one tear out. I'm good now. Um... Like, like, like I said, it doesn't matter the age of the woman. Like, I look at it right off the back, like, that could have been my daughter. 
It could have been his daughter. Like. And, and the crazy part about it, like, we, we share segments of news and everything. Like, he passing that story to me made me stop really researching any more news because the dis- just, it's disgusting. Yeah, this will be the only time y'all see me cry, y'all. Get <laughs> Sorry. That, but th- this, this story is touching. It's like, for 40 minutes. 40. 40 minutes, no one did anything. I have to. Didn't call the police. Didn't do X, Y, and Z. It wasn't until the train stopped that something happened. And I don't want to hear that, oh, we couldn't do nothing because the train was moving. You could have did something. You could have did something. Because while she was being raped, you could have jumped in and, like, intervened. Like I said, like, every male that was on that train that was in the vicinity of it did nothing. You're a coward. Well, my wife was like, well, that they had to, some people had to be in on it. Could be true. But it's, it's still... It, it, it doesn't make it right. That's what, that's what she said. That don't make it right either. Uh, they would rather record and call for help. And I'm like... Because you can call for help and still record. Exactly. So, so you can bring the person to justice or whatever the case may be. But... I mean, so. he, he shed the tears. I'm holding back foul words right now. Because I, I, I really want to give my full on adulterated opinion on this. We unfiltered, but we're going to be respectable on this show. Right. Let's move on. Um, yeah. So ESPN reporter Allison Williams quits her job, quits ESPN over vaccine mandate. Her reason is that her and her husband were trying to have another child. That's valid. Vaccine ain't got nothing to do with you having another child. Yes, you can't take it when you have the vaccine. You can't have kids. You can't, you can't prove you can't. You can't reproduce after you get that vaccine. Get a surrogate. She got money? No. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Pause. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I mean, I get it, all right? But. Because you don't know what that vaccine can do to that child being born in your system. And that's, that's, a, and that's a heavy decision on her part because have a child, save with the money. Have a child, save the money. I mean, but people are getting COVID and still pregnant. That's during the pregnancy, but they but it's TDC says if you plan to get pregnant, don't take the vaccine. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm 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 not I'm not disagreeing. I, I I'm gonna leave you alone, Allison Williams. I was about to come for you. Yeah, they, that, that's why she had to quit because her and her husband want to have a baby. CDC says don't take vaccine if you're trying to get pregnant because they don't know what the vaccine can do to the child. Right. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Um, man threatens to break the neck of a flight attendant after he was told to hang up his phone and put his mask back on. Oh, God. Can folks just follow simple directions? He's probably one of the ones who's not working and got to do iPhone 13, taking all these trips and not working because he's getting paid through unemployment. That, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's funny. That's, that's, I'm going to break your neck. Can you put your mask and your phone back? And nine but, times out of ten, the flight attendant was like, sir, could you please put your mask and phone Because they have to be that nice. Despite right. how folks treat them. Sir, could you please but, put your mask but, but, but you do know he did that to a white guy. The white guy was a flight The, the flight attendant was a white guy. He wasn't going to do that to no brother. Oh, no. Nah. Hey, man, put your mask on. Put your phone away. No. 
If he would have said, I'm about, I'm about to break your neck. Oh. Okay. Well, this flight from the experience is a turbulence. <laughs> it's basically. Basically. <laughs> it's going to be a rocket and it's shocking. Um, moving on. Because he was told multiple times to do it and he chose not to. Um, U.S. Representative Fortenberry, sounds racist, <laughs> in, indicted on charges for lying to federal investigators about campaign funds. No surprise there. Um, uh, pe- pe- people in Congress lie all the time. It's nothing new. They love lying. Right. Like, like, like they have to lie in order to get in office. And it's happened for years. Oh, I'm going to promise this. I'm going to promise that. Then they get in office. Oh, I can't do it, brother. Or I can't do it. Oh, my favorite line. If you don't vote for me... You're not black. <laughs> that was a, uh, and the crazy part about folks be like, I, I, like myself, I still voted for Biden anyway, even when he said the crazy stuff. And the reason why is because I just got tired of Trump. Well, shoot, you know. That, let's say two evils. Well, the, the artist formerly known as Orange came out and said, make America great again. And people, he ran with that. The thing is, you talking about make America great again, again, when was America great? It was great. Before, um, what's his name, tried to come over and say that he discovered something that where people were already here. Oh, you know what, you're right. Because it was great. There was no laws. There was there was nothing. There was no criminals. There was nothing going on. Native no Americans knew how to till the land and deal with each other. Right. They were following biblical principles. January 6th panel votes to hold Steve Bannon in contempt after 45 defied the subpoena. Hmm. No surprise there. Sound like white people problems. WBC. Don Staley joins Gino Ariema as the NCAA college women's basketball highest paid women's coach. Congrats to her. Seven years, $22.4 million. It's about. $2 million a year. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 2.1 the first year and then. Yeah, it's going to gradually go up because like, in total, it's like 3.01 years in total. Yeah. Um, Ella Jones elected as Ferguson's first black mayor. Congrats. Yes. Um, do I think this is some on Ferguson part? I think if with a little bylaws, because my thing is with the police officers, get rid of the police. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or reform it. Get rid of it. And the reason why is because even if you reform it, they're still going to try to create technicality and loopholes. Get rid of it and have them create, um, what it says, repeal and replace. Yeah. Replace it with something else. Because it's not the police officer that's getting off the hook. It's the union helping them get off the hook. Mm Mm-hmm. Can't have that. So hopefully Ferguson does something. Hopefully she does something that shakes Ferguson up and has those folks scared because another little hidden gem is in Ferguson. Laughing at your wife. Yeah, she's so silly. Uh, another thing about Ferguson is that they were randomly killing people after the whole protest and everything. Folks were saying mm-hmm. nine out there because of that protest. So mm-hmm. maybe she can come in and shake some stuff up and cause yeah. some issues, make these, make these people scared. Right. 
plane crash yesterday um, that happened here in Berkshire. That's probably a right past 99. Yeah, probably 10-15 minutes away. Plane crash happened and all 21 people survived. The 18 people and the three uh, flight crew um, survived. It's great news because um, I wish it would happen for Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> you know. God wanted them more. Right. Strongest woman you know, part three. Um, like I really have to think about this, of all the positive or the impact of women in my life, outside of my wife and my aunt. Like I really have to think about it, and the only person I can think of, like really that's been a positive influence for me, is my pastor. Um, she has, you know, like. Like I've always said, like if I'm gonna go to a church, I want the pastor to be able to know me personally. Not 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 saying to be all in my business, but be able to pick up a phone and call me anytime, or vice versa if I need to call her, which I usually don't call her. I always call um, her husband, which is Rev. I usually call him if there's an issue going on, whether it be good, bad, or indifferent, or if I'm struggling with something. Like I always call him first <clears throat> because you know God does things in order, so do I. Because as we know, according to the Bible. God never came and talked to Adam until he ate of the fruit. So, um, I have to say my pastor. She has definitely been an influence to my, to my growth spiritually. Okay, for me, rest in peace, it would be my Aunt Deborah. Deborah Tescott, a.k.a. Deborah Nicholson. Um, when my mom died, she was one of the last people that took over. She made sure I stayed on the right path, like literally had headlocked me to the right path. Let me get you some tissue. Nah. <laughs> I'm messing with you. Nah, because uh, I'm, I'm strong with her. She, yeah. Every time I talk about her, I, get a, I don't be like, mm -hmm. I get like a sense of pride, like, yeah, she helped me get become the man I am today, god dang it. Good boy. So, <laughs> give, give you a Scooby snack. Nah, I kind of hurt myself. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But when I was when I was when I went to college, she was always the family person. Like we all need to get together and do this, do this, do this. And we, we through her, we went to family reunions. We found out so much stuff about our family, and she made sure we kept on that. And she was an active aunt. Rest in peace. She passed away. Um, but she instilled in our hearts a sense of strong sense of family. Like. Even if we don't like each other, still love from afar, mm -hmm. and still care for one another. There was she was a powerful woman. Like when I was down and out, ain't nobody helped to come to me. She said, "Look, they rather the family together. They sent me so much money at one time. I was like, my family ain't no money. But they just gathered it all together, right? Man, like, like, why nobody told me, me right? This like that. <laughs> but I did. You know, it's I had insane. To, I had to give a tribute to her because she she really yeah. looked out. That's what's up. All right. Relationship advice. All right. So, <laughs> this is funny. so listen, and I'm only speaking to the married people. So, so hear me out, married people. Listen, if you ever want to spice up your relationship, go read the book Song of Solomon. It'll, it'll bless you in a mighty way. <laughs> Tell you why. So me and my wife are doing this devotional. It's a, basically like a marriage refresher. To basically kind of connect, not to say that me and my wife are disconnected, but you know, just to kind of you know do something together. And um, I yeah. was reading, 
You have to do those things, people. Right. Right. And like I said, and when you, and when I say reconnect, it's not like I said, it's not a disconnect from each other. It's just like refresh, you know, like because in life and marriage, you got children involved. Sometimes you need to reconnect with each other. So, uh, listening to one uh, one of the days of it, and it mentioned that uh, Solomon was talking to one of his either one of his wives or one of his concubines, but he was talking to one of his women. Uh, uh, <laughs> and he was like, um, let me come into your garden and taste its finest fruits. I was like, that's in the Bible. <laughs> now, now, granted, I do read my Bible every day, y'all. And sometimes, sometimes like you, 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 you read stuff and it's like, oh, okay, dang, that happened. Tough break. I'm sorry. But then you hear stuff, you be like, well, wait a minute. Wait, let me rewind that back. Did, did, did that? Let me read that. Did that say? Be like, be like Kevin Hart. No, 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 no. Rewind. I, yeah. Like, you, just go past that. And act like I didn't hear that. Uh, say right. that again. <laughs> yeah. Come into your garden and taste its finest fruits. I was like, so, so like now, so me and my wife had this perspective. Like, look, when we get to heaven, yeah, we're we going to talk to Jesus. We're going to talk to Adam. But we're going to run right over to Solomon. Hey, Solomon. Hey, bro. <laughs> Solomon. So uh, let me holler at you, right? So you got all these women, like, like you, you was dropping bars, bro. Like, you was, like, like, like we know you get it from your daddy. <laughs> your daddy had a bunch of women, but we know you have, like, a thousand women, my doc, my dude. Like, a thousand women? I have a hard time keeping up with one woman, let alone a thousand? And he's just talking about your fruits. Mm-hmm. Your breasts are, are everlasting to me. I am captivated by your love. I said, babe, I'm captivated by your love. Girl, come on home. <laughs> like, like, for married couples, like, read Songs of Solomon. I'm bitter to spice up your relationship. I guarantee. Like, Stephen and look, Stephen at home, like, hey, Ann, let's read Songs of Solomon. <laughs> right? <laughs> put on some, uh, put, put on some Luther. Now turn, uh, now turn your Bibles to Song of Solomon, and yeah, we're going to open it up. Let's go to chapter three. <laughs> Turn it, go to chapter three. <laughs> we, we, look, we're going to skip chapter one and two where he, where he just, now go to chapter three. Yeah, you see that part? Right yeah, that's what I'm trying to do, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right, that made us smile. Yes. Uh, my little picture relationship with Skip and Bates. And the words of Beyonce. Listen! Listen. This is the one up. Um, sometimes you find out a lot of things just missing. And don't make lemonade. You know? I'm sorry. But it's, it's equally important to have communication. But we live in an age where you communicate to communicate back. Not communicate to take it in and out. And it's a process. It's a process. But we as individuals know that life is a process in general. So we just need to get ourselves together and make sure we have an open ear. Just an open ear. You ain't got to take nothing back. Right. Just do this. Yeah. And when they look for an answer, mm-hmm, yeah, girl, and then go about your business now. Right. All right. Snuff news. Let's get into college football. Football, football, football. So week seven was some surprises. Exception of one team, um, two teams actually. 
Oklahoma State came back and beat UT. I believe the score was 33, 34-28, something like that. Um, Ooh, Texas, they sucking. Yep, they're not going to be ranked. Nope. Um, Central Florida lost to Cincinnati 56-21. We knew that was going to happen. Cincinnati is fine on the map. Yeah. Um, Auburn beat number 17, Arkansas, 38, I mean, yeah, 38-23. Auburn always has been a consistent football team. Championship worthy? Eh. No. They always, they always been a strong team. Yeah. LSU. Go Tigers. Uh, beat number 20, Florida. 49-42. That must have been a game. That was a game. That was a game. But Death Valley is not the, not the same Death Valley like it is at nighttime. During the daytime, man. Eh. So, um, the game of the week. Number 11, Kentucky. Lost to number one, Georgia. 13-30. What? Georgia acted like they want to play. Finally, but no, they got to beat Alabama to to show me something. Oh, okay. Because every year we say the same thing. Oh, this might be the year Georgia can beat Alabama. And then Georgia faces Alabama and and lays an egg. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Number 19, BYU, lost to Baylor, 24-38. I think Baylor's on the come up. We just got to wait and see. Number five, Alabama recovers rapidly. 49-9 against Mississippi State. The game started off close, but, you know, it's Alabama. Second half, Alabama says, what's tear off the score? No, Nick, Nick Saban gave one of his speeches that, that, you know, we can't say on here. But I know being in the locker room at halftime with a team, when not, not even down, but if it's close, and they use colorful words and things that I don't say anymore to be like, yeah, let's go. And then, hey, we end up blowing out the team. You scored 60 points out of nowhere. What? Why? Why are you doing this to us? What did he say Honestly, to you back there? You want to hear something funny? So, I think my second year playing semi-pro football, we were playing at Thorne Stadium. It was the first game of the season. It might have been my third year. Um, we played at Thorne Stadium, and the score was like 0-0. Like, no one had scored. Our coach, shout out to Coach Yogi, uh, James Mitchell, um, came in there, let us have it. And no lie, we scored like 50-some points. <laughs> like, we, we almost scored 60. We was trying to score 60. But that was one of those games where it's like, like, dang, did y'all at least pinch him a little bit? Like, we we, we laid the wood to that team. Um, NC State beat Boston, Boston College. Boston. Boston going to that tea party. Best. 33 to 7. Um, number two, Iowa. Got upset by Purdue 24-7. Whoa. Did, did not see that coming. Did not see that coming. Boilermakers acting like they want to play now. They're not a football team. You don't think so? I know so. They're a basketball team. You don't think so? I'm positive. Um it, so. what that mean? You know what? Like, you go to this. No, I'm just saying. You you talking about one person out of Purdue? Who who else? Who else with the Purdue that you can think of? Don't worry, I'll wait. We might experience technical difficulties. <laughs> Please stand by. Please stand by. <laughs> um, Ed Orge run is not returning after this season. Um, a lot can change after you win a national championship and you lose your whole roster. Like, that's depressing. Yeah. I wouldn't return either. Yeah, Nick Rolovich of Vic um, out as the coach after refusing to get vaccinated. 
See, this, this is where I, 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 I'm I'm not pro or anti-vaccine with this stuff, but I'm going to be honest. If I'm a, am a college football coach, I'm making, I'm making thousands upon thousands of dollars. Yeah, I think I think for football, I think the lowest pay is probably 500000 Maybe a little less than that, depending on the college. You can work at you. Uh, per year, you can make anywhere to forty of a million. Yeah, that's life changing. Cause I know, I know in college basketball, you're gonna at least make six figures no matter what program you're part of. See, that's what I'm saying. Now watch this. Me at my job, I make a little easy, make it make it have a change, which means I can transfer to a job that may not require me to be vaccinated. You, sir, are in a whole different pay bracket. Go get this shot. And go save your money. Right. Then on top of that, he tried to say it's due to religious beliefs. And I'm like, look, I'm going to say this like I said last week. If you're doing something because of religious beliefs, you're not doing everything a part of that religion anyway. So you getting this vaccine has nothing to do with religious beliefs. It's just that you don't want to do it because you think, oh, it's my body by choice. Well, you, you should, you've been facing that a lot lately, haven't you? <laughs> <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> College football, week eight. I call it the trap week. Reason why? Because there's some teams that that are maybe overlooking the teams that they're playing this week because they're looking forward to next week. Coastal Carolina's playing Appalachian State. Appalachian State has always been one of those teams that you better be careful with. Coastal Carolina's ranked? They they've been ranked like the last two years. What? But but they they played like in like but the teams that they play, like you you wouldn't watch it. I'll say that. Um, but they went undefeated last year, along with Cincinnati. But they, they, Coastal Carolina is never going to get in the uh, college football playoff because of their schedule. It has a difference. Right. But, I mean, you, you play the teams that's in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Northwestern is playing number six, Michigan. Number 16, Wake Forest is playing Army. Army's playing good this year. Mm-hmm. Go Navy, beat Army. <laughs> Um, number eight, Oklahoma State is playing Iowa State. Um, that that's a trap game. Number ten, Oregon is playing UCLA. That's another trap game. Yep. Um, LSU is playing number twelve, Ole Miss. That's also a trap game. It's a lot of trap games. I wouldn't call that a, a trap game. I would I'd call that a decent one. No, because Ole Miss is ranked number twelve, and I forgot who they're playing next week. But it's, they're playing somebody ranked in the SEC. So, so that's why it's a trap game because sometimes you overlook opponents because it's like, well, we're playing this person this week. But they're looking forward to two weeks ahead. And Ohio State is playing Indiana. Ohio State played Indiana good last year. Um, and they're in Indiana this time, so be careful. Uh, the Vols, uh, the volunteers program, the school is being fine after Ole Miss loss. Um, they were throwing golf, excuse me, golf balls and stuff like that. One of them hit Lane Kiffin. And a bunch of other stuff. They were throwing trash on the field. What so, the? Yeah, because they lost. Because Lane Kim used to be the coach of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. But that's – this goes back to me saying this. If you're not going to do it in that person's face, why it's like one-on-one by themselves, don't do not don't don't do it in front of fans and be like, oh, I paid my money so I can do what I want. No. No. Because had, had, had he pulled a Ron Artest, came out there and stands, then you'd have been – Oh, he touched me. He broke my jaw. Well, shouldn't have been throwing stuff. 
And uh, Jimbo Fisher said he loves A&M. He's not leaving for LSU. Same thing with Jimbo. Oh, not Jimbo Fisher. Dabo Swinney. He's like uh, uh, Clemson is only Death Valley he's concerned about. All right. This past week, as we predicted, uh, the Buccaneers did beat the Eagles. The Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? CD Lamb? <laughs> no. Lamb is cool, but your boy Trayvon Austin on defense? Oh, yeah. That boy, I got, yeah. I get mad every time I see his jersey. Look. Uh, he giving y'all Cowboys fan hope. Be respectful. Jesus Christ. So, CD Lamb, right? Um, I was watching the game, and I text my boy. He's a very avid Cowboys fan. I text him, now behold the lamb, the precious lamb of CD. <laughs> he was like, yes, sir, glory. Because <laughs> that boy CD lamb caught the pass, and then he, I was like, pettiness at his finest, not even mad. But the crazy part about it is. That was again, a good game. Again, I watched the game too. Mac Jones is dangerous. Yep, I got him as my backup quarterback. Jesus while, Christ! While uh, while while Russell Wilson is on IR, if if the Cowboys didn't do that extra push, because Mac Jones threw a pick, pick six, gave him the lead. Mac right. Jones say, shake it off, touchdown. I say, right. I say, you know what? That boy dangerous. He then, he then he came back the next play, Whew. touchdown. I'm like. <laughs> oh man, we're about to lose this game. And then we end up getting a field goal. Whew. All right. Overtime. And I'm like, just 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 let Dak get the ball. If Dak get the ball, it's over. And, and you right, the game I saw the I saw the because I, I got I got Zeke as one of my people on my roster for that game. I should have started uh Latavius Murray. He gave me more points. But uh when I saw what Mac was doing next year. I'm going to start complaining about the Patriots again because all, all he needs is a set of receivers that he can get along with. No, he just needs some receivers. Like, Jacoby Myers, okay, but he's not a number one. Matter of fact, matter of fact, none of the receivers that they have are number one receivers. No. And for, the, and, and for him to be able to skill score 29 points, that, that's on him. I, I was looking at him how he led him. Right. And, oh, he was, he's fearless. Exactly. I don't, I don't mind that. He's fearless. I'm okay with that. Um, as we real quick talk about the Texans, they lost. No surprise there. Lost ain't the word. Um, thirty-one to three. And then after they lost, they took another L. They released Whitney Merciless. Don't know why they did that. That was dumb. Right. I hope he goes sign with the Cardinals. Don't 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 tell the Cardinals to do this. Or, or um, shoot, come to the Cowboys. Nope. Cause y'all just let go of Jalen Smith. Yeah, but Jalen Smith was producing them just like Merciless. So yeah, but he's been a step behind though. And 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 they released him because they knew that if he stayed the rest of the year and he played the next year, his money he was gonna get was gonna be guaranteed all of it. Mm-hmm. So they they cut their losses now. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chiefs beat the Washington Football Team thirty one thirteen. Who cares? Uh, the Chargers and Ravens game, I thought would have been a better game. Yes, uh, Mr. King Lamar and the running game did their job. Right. The Cardinals beat the Browns 37-14. Um, I thought that was going to be a better game. 
Yeah, but Baker Mayfield got hurt. Like, uh-huh. like I'm like this when it, like if quarterback gets hurt, I, I I feel bad for him. But if you but if you like if he was like the game the score was the same and he played horrible, then I put it on him because it's always on the quarterback. The Sunday night football game, the Seahawks and the Steelers. Uh, Steelers won 23-20 in overtime. Mm, I think that game decided on which one of those teams is going to make the playoffs or not. And Seahawks may not get in. I don't trust Geno. Never have. Uh-huh. Sorry, not sorry. Uh-huh. Um, the Bills and the Titans, the Monday night game. My God. Uh, I'm glad that Derrick Henry and Josh Allen didn't have a game they had against me in week one in fantasy football. Derrick Henry had almost 40 points in fantasy, uh, fantasy points. Didn't he run almost uh, 200 yards? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, he had three touchdowns. Um, Josh Allen acted a fool out there. He had, like, 40-some points in fantasy. I'm like, he would have obliterated me, boy. So, I definitely know he won uh, whoever he played. Um, let's see. So, the Cowboys safety, DeMonte Casey, is arrested on DWI charges. Very unfortunate. He might get cut. He might get cut. Oh, well. Thursday night game. The Broncos and the Browns. Who you got? Browns. Broncos ain't look garbage right now. But I need my boy Cortland to get at least a touchdown. Give me some points. Um, Chiefs and the Titans. Game might be better as advertised. We'll see. Um, Bengals and the Ravens, I believe that's going to be a good game. You know what? I don't know what this got out with the Bengals defense, but they defense been shining lately. Yeah, and then, again, like I told you last week, Burrow to Chase, it's going to be a thing. Hashtag it. Jamar to Chase. LSU. So you want your, uh, you want your dividends from hashtagging? No. <laughs> you want to get paid for it. Yeah, I said it. Pay me. Right. No. I'm not worried about it. They can have it. Free money. Um, the Texans play the Cardinals. Um, the score's probably going to be a lot worse. Ooh. I'm sorry. Texas fans, y'all, um, I'm just going to buy a ticket just to say I went to a football game this season because y'all, whew, Right. And y'all suck and your schedule is pretty difficult. I mean, I, I don't see, I see Indy. I see Indy uh, taking the wild card spot. I see uh, Tennessee winning it. Yeah, that's it. Shoot, Colts might not even get in. I don't, I don't trust Carson Wentz. You know, aka, uh, I'm not gonna say that about him. But see, the thing what, what, what went downhill with him, and I'm gonna go back to this play when Philadelphia was winning, and he ran that touchdown in and hurt his ankle. Yeah. Other than that, he had perfect poise, perfect vision. And, now, they, and Philadelphia was already winning. Yeah. And you try to put icing on the cake, and then your linemen say, oh, I'm just going to hold this dude. It was a holding call, so they got reneged. So you got your legs messed up over a reneged call mm-hmm. over that period of time. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. broke your confidence, sir. Yes. The, the strength of the Black Panther was stripped away. Yeah. Uh, the Bears play the Buccaneers. Um, we'll I'm see. going for the Buccaneers, but that Bears defense is tough. They, got, I, they they only got like what three players that you can name like Eddie Jackson, Khalil Mack, and I forgot who else was on. I think it's Roquan, Roquan, yeah, Roquan Smith. Yeah, 
But see, my thing is, they the that defense can come through when it need to come through, and that's what makes me scared. Because if they keep Brady, if if they can just keep popping, if they get back there to Brady, it's gonna be a problem. Yeah. Our, our front line is consistent yet inconsistent. They're consistently inconsistent. Yeah. <laughs> the Sunday night game, the Colts and the Forty Nine ers. No one cares. No one cares. 49ers is probably gonna win anyway. No matter who they put back there, quarterback. Monday night football, Jameis versus Geno. I'll watch that. <laughs> Two broke down quarterbacks going at it. Who's better, bad well, eyes or bad jaw? Because they both, you know, you, you get They're just bad. Yeah, They're just you, bad. When you get rocked in your jaw, you can't see straight, and then you got eye surgery. So who's going to win? <laughs> What Tom Brady took my sign with the Buccaneers? They got a Super Bowl. I built that team together. No, you didn't. Uh, John Gruden. Oh yes, we coming for you today. And his fakeness, and all of these emails she was sending, being misogynistic, um, anti-gay, racist comments. So. Like, everything he said, like, I'm one of the people who, like, I really don't care. Um, I really don't care. Um, like, I don't care <laughs> about John Gruden. Like, you doing all of these QB, QB1 challenges and asking these, these guys questions, and then you come out and say Eric Reed deserved to be fired because he was protesting – like, so we can't have the freedom of speech, but with that freedom of speech, it's consequences, right? I think it's asinine. Um, John Gruden is trash. I'm just calling it like it is. He's been trash. He's been fake. Because it's like, and it's not just him. Like, it's whatever coach, whatever owner who decide they want to say what they're going to say to our face and then behind our back you say something else. Like, be be real. Be real with yourself. That's all I ask. Um, yeah, and again, John Gruden, that wasn't your team that won the championship for the Buccaneers in 2002. That was all uh, Tony Dungy team. You just, you just happened to be the coach. But we know that you're the seed of Chucky, so it happens. All right. John Harbaugh says that Lamar Jackson is making his critics look silly. Absolutely. He making them look like hot boiling dumpster juice because he's out there doing this thing from the pocket. Who They said, oh, he can't do it from the pocket. Well, guess what? He can. He can do it from the pocket. He can definitely make plays. Clearly, he can make plays. And then, though, don't let him run because he's going to run past you. I have yet to see somebody walk him down. I can walk him down. Better than anybody out there. Yeah. I'm the baddest man out there. Yeah, in your dreams. In my dreams. This is reality. Yeah. All right. I want to see you walk him down. This I will pay money to see and watch him his first couple of steps. <sighs> Wait. Wait. I've lost weight, man. I, lost I, weight. I, I can tell. I see it. You look and good. I gain confidence, baby. Yeah, and you're still not going to catch him. Whatever. Anything you want to say about John Gruden before we move on? I know. 
It ain't oh. even worth it. Mm. I'm glad he got removed from the ring ceremony for the books. He deserved it. Yes. MLB playoffs is here. Of course, y'all know this. When the LCS, American League, the Red Sox, and the Astros are tied 2-2. Last night, the Astros, and I was talking about Altuve. I love Altuve. I have nothing against him. Like, like I'm like, like he he's like he's like this tall. Like he like if he stood here, he could barely see over his laptop. <laughs> oh, Simone Miles is probably taller than him. <laughs> man, that's a shot. Don't do that. <laughs> Tell Tuve, I just love baseball, man. Anyway, you know, so um, top of the eighth, uh, Tuve hit a hit a home run to tie the game at two. And then the ninth inning, Astros went crazy. I think they scored. Yeah, yeah. Scored seven runs in the ninth. Ooh. Yeah. And then, uh, first off, I got to say this before I talk about the Dodgers. Thank you, Charles Barkley. Thank you, Charles Barkley. Wait a minute. Because Charles Barkley is the kiss of death. If he roots for your team, that means your team is going to lose. They went for Atlanta. He said, Atlanta's going to win the series. I guarantee. Bottom of the eighth, Cody Bellinger hit a three-run home run. Then Mookie Betts drove in the uh, game-winning run in the bottom of the eighth. Uh, also after that, and the Braves lost. So the series is 2-1. So thank you, Charles. I don't know who's, who's worse with anything, him or Black Underwood. Whatever, whatever Wait, whatever happened to him? I haven't seen him since Quantico. And Quantico is off. And all the other shows he was on, it's off. Yeah. He's the kiss of death. Sorry, Mr. Underwood, but is it true? Yeah. He's not really a good actor. He he's in the same category as Vivica Fox. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. That's a conversation for next week. We don't we really don't uh Yeah. So Brian Brian Cashman says a shortstop is needed in New York. Now, who are they gonna sign? So here is here here the 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 prospect the free agents that are coming up at the end of this season. You got um Carlos Correa. He's saying ass No, he's not because he, he turned down the extension. He's a free agent after this. Um, yeah. Corey Seager. Now, he ain't getting Corey. The, uh, the Dodgers are going to make sure they keep him. Trevor Story, Marcus Simeon, and Javi Baez. They have no chance of getting Simeon. I think Javi Baez is, a, is, is, made, is made to be a Yankee. Yeah. No, his, his flair. His flair. Okay, we can talk about that. Okay. Yeah. And Marcus Simeon, I can say, too, because they want to move, um, what's his name, to uh, second base. I think it's Clay Pretorius. Yeah. Yeah. So, NBA news. Adam Silver says Kyrie issue is not a league issue. Basically, him not wanting to get vaccinated. I respect Silver on that because the, the way he's putting it, he's saying that this ain't going to disturb what we got going on. And see, here's the thing also with Kyrie. I don't trust him. Like, he he's definitely the Blair of the Wood of the NBA. Cause after he got his championship ring in Cleveland, he was like, "I don't want to be, I want to be Robin. I want to be a leader." Then you go to Boston, and you're not a leader there. Then, I ain't gonna lie. That that team he had when he went to Boston would have went somewhere if Hayward did not have that gruesome injury. Jesus Christ. I don't. I don't think it was the injury. I don't think Hayward is as good as advertised. He played it. He he he's a systems guy. Uh, um, that, and that's what I'm saying. I think. They would have figured it out with each other properly, and yeah. But that, ooh, though, that ooh. yeah. Then you go to Brooklyn, and you don't you don't feel like showing up to work. Who? 
But he's going on something. I want to be a leader. I don't, I don't want to be his little brother. And I'm like. But see, you, but see, you didn't mean he's talking about it. Cause but then, but here's he, the he thing, though. But see, here's the thing, though. In Brooklyn, bro, you, you not Batman or rapping. You Alfred. I've been said that. So. I'm not, I'm not for the participation. You <laughs> don't have to dash it, sir. Am I lying, though? Am I lying? My mama taught me. If I ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Well, I, it, you right. Well, <laughs> well, my mother's in the grave, so, and I'm not saying it to be mean. Uh-huh. Oh, so, uh, Kyrie Irving is Alfred. I say what I said, what I said. Uh, DeAndre Aiden does not get his deal done before the deadline. What does this mean? Hmm, we're going to see. He's still on his rookie deal. Oh, they ain't spent they ain't extended the deal yet? Nope. Oh Lord. Um, but Landry Shamit, um, Herder, Yaron Jackson, and Grayson Allen all signed extensions with their respective teams. Cool. Yeah. Um the latest on Ben Simmons and the Sixers. I don't like him at all. Well, he light skinned, so. Damn. You gotta look up again. Mama <laughs> say they got nothing nice to say. Don't say nothing at all. I mean, shoot, they made a movie about the perfect guy that was light skinned. He, right. You, you need to chill. <laughs> right. No, but so I'm trying to think of a title for Ben Simmons, but like, dude, you he's not he's not a man. That's number one. You you're not you're not grown, even though you have money that says differently. You're not grown because you're acting a real childish. He's a child with a lot of money. Yeah. I was getting to that. He's like the movie The Toy with Richard Pryor where that kid had all that money can do whatever. Right. right. You like Tom Hanks and Big. Bro. Boom. Boom. And, well, but shoot, I'm pretty sure Tom Hanks could probably shoot a jump shot. Can Ben Simmons do that? No. Don't worry. I'll wait. How is it, how is it that Shaq? Never mind. I'm not going to go there. Uh, Tuesday's games. Nets and the Bucks. First game was great. Second game was great. I fell asleep in the second half. Before the second half started, because you know, who won the war out of the Warriors and Lakers? Uh, war- Warriors came back and won. Oh. Yo, Bucks look like a whole different team. Like I hope they don't have that that um rust that you know teams have. College basketball, Gonzaga comes out in the as the number one team in the latest preseason poll. Eh. Just guess just gonna wait and see. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Memphis and U of H should be higher than what they are. What they at? I think Memphis is like 12. They should be higher than that. Yeah. U of H is like 15. They should be higher than that because they're returning starters. Uh, Duke is number nine. I think North Carolina, I think they may or may not be in the top 25. Um, the NCAA is proposing to remove minimal test scores, I guess, basically to join. But I'm like, what does that do for the for people who – and th- this is clearly a sports thing. Like, it's clearly a sports thing and the endorsements and stuff like that that goes on. Because you got to um, remember, they just passed legislation. Right, for them for them to get paid off their own likeness. Like, yeah. So I think that's why they're trying to lower it. So that way, you know, let's say. One dude played last year, and they didn't make it the following well, year. Well, 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 not, well, not only that, it's, uh, what am I looking for? It's, um, I forgot, I can't think of right now. But anyway, um. So, so like, let's say a high school player, let's say high school player from Houston who may not want to play in Houston, 
because of whatever scores he could play in Houston now, U of H, instead of going to like Kentucky or Dukes or whatever, anything like that, because of their scores are higher. Mm-hmm. Um, Dick Vitale's preseason All-Americans. Oh, first before we say that, can Gonzaga get back to the big game? Uh, we should see. Um, College basketball, my friend, yeah. is, a, is a carousel of confusion. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, Dick Vitale's preseason All-Americans. The first team is Drew Timmy, Kofi Coburn, Colin Gillespie, Tracy Jackson Davis, and Buddy Beheim. That's that the first team. That ain't bad. Right. Second team, uh, Hunter Dickinson from Michigan, Trevor Williams, Travion Williams, I'm sorry, from Purdue. See, Purdue basketball. Uh, Johnny Jazane from UCLA. Max Amos from Oral Roberts. I think he need to go to another college. He ain't going to get a spot out in yet, Oral right. Roberts. And Julian Champagne, Champagne from uh, St. John's, second team. Third team, um, Oche Abaji, EJ Liddell from Ohio State. I think he should go to Texas. Yeah, EJ Liddell? Yeah. Yeah, um, Jaden Ivey, Jamie Jaquez Jr., also from UCLA. Scotty Pippen Jr. from Vanderbilt. Why are you at Vanderbilt, bro? It got to be for the education because it ain't for athletics. Armando Baycott from North Carolina. Marcus Carr from Texas. Jaden Chakafor from Alabama. Andre Curbelo from uh, Illinois. And Remy Martin from Kansas. <laughs> oh, he just transferred there. He transferred there, so I like that. Fifth team. I dig by telling so many players. Mark Williams from Duke. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Dookie. Paul Scruggs from Xavier. Nate Watson from Providence. He needs to go to another school. Marcus Sasser from U of H. Go Cougs. Oh, what is that they do? Is it like that? Is it? I, I, is it? I, I don't know. I think, think that's what it is. And Adam Flagler from Baylor. Baylor be back. Just got to wait and see. Again, shout out to the Chicago Sky and Candace Parker. Them winning the WNBA Finals. I'm happy. Final thoughts, and we're going to get out of here. Uh, listen, if you hate me or hate us or have a disdain for us, tell me to my face. Don't, don't, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it behind my back and then smile in my face. Like, I'd much rather you hate me in my face. Show me that you hate me. Or better yet, if, 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 if my name... If you want to keep my name in your mouth, at least talk to me for copyright issues. I like that. Because I, I deserve to get paid for every negative thing you got to say about me. Maybe I deserve. I'm just saying. Yeah. Also, whatever it is that you're doing, positive, legally, or whatever, um, one of the guys I go to church with, um, he's working on a EP or whatever. And I told him, man, bro, do it. Don't stop. Don't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Eh, eh. Um, no, but I told him like, keep doing it. I even told my cousins like for the, you know, for their podcast, you know, she was like, they wanted, she wanted to stop. I'm like, no, keep going. Someone's listening. Someone is listening. And I watch it, you know, for, you know, for support. But I do watch it because I like to hear people's different perspective on things as well. Yeah. So whatever it is you're doing, because remember, I wanted to stop doing this last year, 
But I was like, nope, I'm not going to stop. Because if I stop, I'm not going to want to do it. So we're here now. And we're getting a lot more followers. So it's working. Keep on pushing. Don't do that again. <laughs> so, of, of, of course, y'all know the music that we play. We don't own the rights to it. Uh, the song you heard today, brand new song by Kevin Elijah, a.k.a. KB, Worship in the Mosh Pit. Until next time, which, by the way, Stephen will be by himself next week. I'm going out of town in New York to be with uh, my wife's family, which is my family, too. The crazy thing is, like, her family loves me more than my own family. Um, I know that was a dagger. I don't care. I, email me, unfiltered.sportsmen0683 at gmail.com. I've heard you right. say some cold stuff, ladies and gentlemen. That's cold-blooded. But it's true, though. My, most of my family live here. They don't talk to me. Why, why so, you gotta be? Uh, I'm just just being honest. Why you gotta be Rick James? <laughs> Cold blooded. <laughs> this this unfiltered, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, I'm Daydream. Your boy Steven. Next time, 